You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary, sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the happy hour. I am Rico. Nick is down at Barry's with Nathan and the guys from old school. We'll get to the rest of this Zach Carpenter interview that Nicholas had with him earlier today. Uh, So I'll just give that right now. We're joined by Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska here. Okay, going back to the defense, there were a couple depth chart changes um, this week, and we kind of expected that possibility with personnel changes when when Mickey Joseph and and now Bill Bush takes over. Um, Malcolm Hartzog's a true freshman. Now he's kind of made his way onto the depth chart. Um, Omar Brown is now second at that nickel position, if I can remember correctly. I'm sure there were a couple other changes that I that I'm that are space in my mind. But what did you kind of just take? Ernest Hausman isn't on the depth chart as of this week. What's kind of what are your takeaways from the depth chart changes on the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, I mean, when you talk about Ernest, I think um, there's a lot of excitement coming in to the season that uh, that he could have a role, and he was given those opportunities, and he struggled. And he's a freshman; he's a true freshman playing one of the most difficult spots to play uh, immediately coming in. I mean, linebacker is one of those that is always in my mind, um, one of the most difficult to transition from senior year of high school to freshman year of college. So um, I'm not concerned about him at all long-term. He's just, he clearly um, still needs to learn and grow, and I think he'll be fine. But um, the thing that stands out is, like you said, the um, the the changes on defense. Mickey said it, Mickey Joseph said it after the Oklahoma game. We're going to take the bye week to evaluate younger guys or guys who aren't getting as many snaps um, and, and see what, what they can do. It's going to be competitive. And they've, they've been talking about it all week about, I mean, Marcus Buford said it on Tuesday about how it's been a lot of competition. The coaches have said there's been a lot of competition um, and you need to take, you need to have that internal uh, review and see if, see if some of the young guys can, can, uh, you guys see what you have in some of those young players. And um, like you said, Mark, Malcolm Hartzog, it, it, it's interesting. He went from not being on the two deep at all to listed as a co-starter. Brandon Moore, the transfer from uh, from UCF, is, uh, is listed as the, the backup um, to, uh, I think it's Quentin Newsom. I don't have the depth chart in front of me. need to pull it up. Um, but I, I'm interested to see maybe we uh, – Maybe we do see some younger guys sort of get their opportunity after showing it in practice. And Omar Brown's probably the one that's most interesting. He's the FCS uh, freshman of the year is FCS all American. And then he was at corner and then he was moved to safety when he came here. Now he's moving back to nickel. And um, I'm, I'm, I, I want to like pump the brakes a little bit because the coaching staff has talked this week about how Omar's going to play. Um, how Javin Wright's gonna uh, or Javin Wright's gonna play? Um, they're gonna get opportunities, but like we just talked about earlier on this call, uh, how often do we hear that in the off season of guys like Ramir Johnson? How, who, they're 
we're definitely going to have a role for him. He's going to, he's been impressing, um, and he's going to get his opportunities. And then he didn't play at all. So, but it, it feels different. I do think it does sound like Omar Brown really is going to get a shot and that he's been impressing the coaching staff. So he's, he's probably the, uh, the main person I'm looking for to, uh, to get see an increase in snaps, even though Isaac Gifford isn't uh, hasn't really done anything, I, I don't think to warrant like a significantly decreased role. But sometimes you got to see what you have in in other guys at this point in the season. And I think Omar could be one of those guys. All right, Zach. Last one before we let you go. We got about thirty seconds left, so pretty quickly here. Give us your your final thoughts um, on on Nebraska Indiana and kind of how you think this game is going to unfold. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said before, I, I see a shootout. I have uh, I have Nebraska winning 38-31, and on our staff, it's three against one. Our other three guys picked Indiana to to beat Nebraska, and I I was like standing not very firmly because I'm like I, I could I could absolutely see the score flip. Um, I think we're going to see Indiana move the ball. I think where they're going to put up a bunch of yards, bunch of points. I mean, Nebraska is putting up thirty. Is allowing thirty-five and a half points per game, which is the worst in the Big Ten. So, I still we're going to see a game in the thirties, I believe. But I I think that Nebraska is going to need to pull out a, 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 a turnover too, and they're one of the worst in the Big Ten with uh, lowest uh, point or turnovers forced. Um, but each time they force a turnover, it's been a game-changing one with. Uh, force fumble against Northwestern, Marcus Buford's two picks against Georgia Southern, strip sack against North Dakota from, from Garrett Nelson. So if they can get one or two of those, I think um, that's going to that's gonna be the, uh, one of the main factors that, that can sort of neutralize the fact that Indiana's going to move the ball on them pretty, um, pretty easily. Awesome. Appreciate the time as always, Zach. Uh, good stuff. We will uh, talk to you next Friday. See ya. All right, appreciate you, Nick. That will do it. The interview with Zach Carpenter. I am now joined by the gentleman out of Barry's, Nick and Nate. What's up? Gentlemen, how are you? Yeah, we're doing all right. It's nice weather up here. Is it? It looks yeah. nice. Yeah, you're, nice. You're in your you're in your T shirt. Nick's wearing his quarter zip, but I bet he's getting gonna be hot in a little he bit. He is gonna be I, a little I, hot. I, I, I'm getting warm already. I, I mean we walk we had to probably walk a couple blocks to get up here to Barry's, but I walked up here, and Jake, first thing he says to me, Nick, it's too, too warm out for a, a jacket. And I said, Jake, you have to remember, i got to call a high school game at 8 p.m. tonight. So That's true. That's true. For just investing in the future and, and getting ready for it. So now I, I do, know it's, it's going to be chilly tonight at 8 p.m. at Seacrest. Now, I do have to do one thing. Uh, well, technically, okay, so I have to do two things right station now. Station ID is one. So, yeah, station ID is one, so we're going to play that really fast. We'll pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM first. 93.7 The Ticket. And the second thing is this did not get the amount of time that it needed, so it needs to be replayed. It's, it's narco. Well, you know. <laughs> You're listening to I the Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez Clary, sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We 
need to give Narco all of the love it deserves. I wish you guys could see what Jake Sorensen's doing out here. He's, <laughs> he's out here. I can't turn around because we got like the setup where everything's he's playing fast, trumpet. fastened down with the wind. But Jake's just Jake's moving the hips and everything. He's getting it. He's getting. He's ready for it. So. Uh, this it's song good. and it's necessary. It'll be played tomorrow. I can guarantee you. Against Indiana. That's right. We'll see if the Hoosiers get down with it as well. I, I, do, I don't doubt that they will because it's a great song. <laughs> what a great song. You know what? Instead of Guitar Hero, they should make a Trumpet Hero. There is a trombone hero or whatever. What? There's Are like you serious? That, yeah, there's like a little game. Jake was showing me some <laughs> of the, not highlights, but uh, <laughs> some of the funny things from that game. It was, um, very, it was hilarious. Trumpet Hero. B BJ Arroyo on YouTube says the trumpet has three valves, guys, not six like you guys are playing. That would be the saxophone. Hey, <laughs> fun fact. I used to play the alto saxophone back in uh, fourth grade. Then how or do you not grade, then how grade, do you how do you not know what you're doing right now? Because it only lasted only a couple weeks because I realized that I did not want to practice saxophone at the house. I was the only kid in fourth grade that they told to stop playing the recorder. So really? I, the recorder? I have absolutely zero musical talents whatsoever. That's so why I'm so athletic because God decided so, that he wasn't going to so give me athletic. any musical talents. So he just made me the best athlete on the field in everything I did. So I actually, <laughs> Nathan, Nathan, I just Doubt I, that. I actually just recorded a commercial today that actually fits you pretty well. All right, um, it's for Lincoln Parks and Rec, and it said something along the lines of, "If you are an athlete, a former athlete, or in your case, a wannabe athlete, oh, right. you should sign up at TeamSideline.com/slash/LincolnNE." I know our last softball game on Sunday. I went three for three. What did you go? I think I went. I think I went two for three. No, now, you didn't. I fouled Rico out. Rico is lying to you. I fouled out. I fouled you out. You fouled out. I fouled out, dude. Oh, which is yeah. a strikeout. No, 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 I know no, no. It's, it's actually basically a strikeout. No. It's basically a strikeout. So no, I know it is. Just be Rico, better, <laughs> Rico. I have to be honest with you, and, and this is going to sound like an excuse, and I, I'm, I'm going to regret the moment I say it. I'm going to regret saying it. Mm -hmm. But could have used me. I played 18 holes of golf the day before, and the golf swing and baseball swing they do not trans translate well. Don't they do, do they're that. Not, they're not, they're not synonymous. He's doing that. Don't do that. And so I will say this, and Nate can attest to this. Now, Nate played a lot better than I did on Sunday. I, I finally got my swing. However, it looked good. However, he will attest and back me up on this. That double. The ball, when, when he, the pitcher would throw the ball, it was like it was on a string because it would just sit. It was. And it was, it was really stop. windy. It, it was, was really extremely windy. windy. The wind was blowing out from home plate. And so you'd think the ball was going to be deep, and it was – Perfect. As he B thought the ball was going to be perfect, and it was short. As BJ so, Arroyo says on YouTube, you just didn't execute, Nick. I didn't execute. You're right. I think I met BJ Arroyo the other day at Tipsy Tina's also. I was in at Tipsy Tina's. Rico, uh, I had in, five RBIs, too. It was pretty good. Nice. You know, know. You know you what? Did. You would have you had six if I was playing because I would have <laughs> ran from first home. So well, what happened? Here's the thing. I uh, if He would have had six if I was on base also. And I that is true. Yeah, I just not, didn't execute. Yeah, you're not that fast. I just didn't execute. You'd have been so, out. They would have thrown it, you it out. It is what it is. All right, Rico. So how do we? Let's go back to Nebraska, Indiana here, because we can okay. see we're sitting on the rooftop. Barry's um, here. Come on down. They have. Uh, let's see what's what's going on today. We're giving away three pairs of Husker tickets for tomorrow's games against Indiana. A signed. Yes, you heard that. Signed. A signed. Signed. Mike Rozier jersey. But here's the kicker: you have to register before 6 p.m. to win. And if you are not present when the winner is drawn. You pick up the tickets tomorrow at Tipsy Tina's between um, 3.30 and 6 p.m. So mm. there's a little bit of a kicker there. Um, but here's the thing. They do have a DJ. Oh, Nate, they have a DJ tonight. 
Montez Beats will oh, be at nice. Barry's tonight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Shout nice. out to Montez. We might be coming back. We might. I might have to might, might have to make my way back here to Barry's after the little <laughs> high school game to check out Montez Beats from 10, a, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Uh, but no, come on down to Barry's. We're here from uh, 2 to 6 p.m. Obviously on the block. Strick might show up. He yeah, might, Strickle might be, yes, Strick will he, be here for on the block. So he is currently uh, texting me asking about the stream. So I'm thinking oh, that we should maybe okay. get, get out of here. So I'll play. We got about a minute left. <laughs> so then fine. you guys Rico. can be joined by the Husker Hall of Famer. Uh, no, That's not fine. myself. And, the other Bellevue I'll, West alum. I'll, I'll step. I'll nice. step out every now and then um, for for that one, so you guys can have your show. But uh, more importantly, Rico, what's your your final prediction on the game? I told you, thirty four twenty four, Nebraska wins because okay. I think they cover. Right. Good teams. Uh, good teams win. Great teams cover. Nebraska has an opportunity to do both tomorrow. Uh, I said thirty four twenty eight. So Some coming, good up, defense. coming up here in a couple minutes, you'll have on the block with Nate and Strick. Strick might have to bounce out a little bit earlier. That's why I'm down here at Barry's. But come hang out. Ninth and Q. Barry's, we're on the rooftop. Uh, so enjoy your Friday afternoon. It's a nice little breeze and everything. But uh, that's all for today. We'll talk to you guys on Saturday from Tipsy Tina's. Have a good rest of your day, guys. Adios. Adios.